This is Dr. Jay Malone. I'm an instructor of pediatric critical care medicine, and I also teach the ethics courses of the med school curriculum. His story is not about a challenging patient or a life or death decision, but it is about something that kept him up for the entirety of an overnight shift when he was in medical school, something that sometimes still keeps him up at night. It's about paperwork. I was a medical student from 2005 to 2009, so I started my clinical rotations in probably 2007. My first rotation was internal medicine, and I was assigned to the VA, and because it was the first rotation of the year, we really didn't have any preconceived notions of what this experience was going to be like, except that we knew we were out of the classroom, which we were all thankful for. So we showed up day one, a few hours too early, wearing a little bit too nice of clothing, with a brand new starched white pressed short white coat, with the pockets just packed full of different supplies and stethoscope and hammers and instruments to do a neurologic exam that we didn't know how to use yet. And the ophthalmoscope and otoscope that someone had sold us in the lobby on day one of medical school. And I found out that I would be on call for the first night. So now I was staring down the barrel of a 24-hour shift or a 30-hour shift instead of you know, a 12-hour day. The expectation we were told was that in addition to caring for the patients who were admitted to the team, you would also admit at least one patient to the service. And your job admitting that patient was to take a thorough history and to write a note, a note that would be assessed for its suitability for inclusion in the medical record. The note. The first thing people see when they look in a patient's file. Because everybody reads it, writing the note is one of the most important jobs you can do as a physician. But the truth is, nobody likes writing notes. So at the time, all the notes were on paper. We hadn't converted to electronic medical records yet. And we had these yellow sheets of paper. And every medical student had a little stack of yellow sheets of paper in the pocket of their short white coat so that at any time they could pull out a sheet, write a brief note, or write some orders, have their resident or fellow or attending sign it, and then hand it to the nurse or put it in the chart. So... I had my stack of yellow papers in addition to all of my other supplies going into this night shift. And I was intent that I would write the perfect note. So I admitted a patient. Frankly, I don't remember what the chief complaint was or what the, what the problem was, but I knew that I was going to get the perfect note. So I pulled out one of my handy guides to writing a history and physical And I went through every detail of the history and physical, every detail of the review of systems. I took notes on all of it. And by the time I was done, I had handwritten six or seven yellow pages of history and physical. And I edited it throughout the night. Uh, I stayed awake all night working on this note in between other patient care duties. And in the morning, I was like a proud third grader handing their art project to their parent, turning in this masterpiece of of history taking and physical examination to my attending, who at the end of rounds handed the note back to me unsatisfactory. It was deemed not worthy of inclusion in the, the medical record, which was a crushing blow, 
now having been awake for a day and a half with absolute certainty that I had written a perfect note, finding out that it was deemed not even worthy of including in the medical record. Why? Probably because it was too long. It didn't distill any of the actual purposes of writing a medical note. It didn't get to the point. It just was a litany of facts about the life of this patient, which, albeit important, don't make for a readily readable history and physical. So I learned over the course of the next two months how to write a much more efficient and much more appropriate history and physical. But my first, my first try out of the gate was an abject failure. I'm still sometimes reminded of the first note that I wrote as a clinical medical student when I read notes from trainees. I hope that it's made me a little bit gentler of a teacher when I come across a note that looks that way to remember that it wasn't that long ago that I wrote that exact same note in that exact same scenario. So here's the question. After all these years of working and teaching, has he ever found what he was looking for on that first night in the hospital? Has he ever seen the perfect note? I don't think the perfect note exists. And I often notice that even immediately after I've written a note now, something will have changed about the patient that makes something that I said in the note inaccurate in the present moment. But the note is a snapshot in time. So if I write a note on Monday morning, maybe many of the details have changed by Tuesday morning. So Monday's note can only be understood in the overall progression of the patient's clinical course. It's a part of the job that often gets overlooked. But there's a lot more to the note than meets the eye. It's not just a summary. It's a story. Note writing is not the highlight of my day. I think most people, at least early on in their careers, are invested in the humanistic side of medicine. And sitting behind a computer for several hours to write notes on all your patients removes you from that ability to interact with your patients. But I do regard the note as an important tool for communicating my thinking with my colleagues. The note now is being used for all sorts of different purposes. The billing and coding people want to use the note as a summary of charges. The legal team might, in some cases, use the note as a document of what you did and how you were thinking. But first and foremost, I think it's important to remember that the note is a document recording a human experience. That human experience is the core of medicine. And taking a snapshot of that experience, of that story, of that moment in somebody else's life, is a skill that Dr. Malone says he's come to appreciate. I think I still, in various states of tired or hungry or upset or mad about something, write notes that I look back on later and think, wow, I could have written a better note than that. And it's sort of a constant reminder that this ability to do all facets of this job in an ideal way is constantly evolving. We're all still learning. And so it's frustrating as a you know, first day clinical medical student to be told that your notes aren't good enough. But we all get reminders frequently throughout our career that something that we're doing could be improved upon. 
And I think that that's the spirit overall of the educational environment is trying to help everyone to perfect this really important skill that they are going to use throughout the rest of their career. Clinical Impressions is produced by me, Craig Pearson, at Washington University School of Medicine.